Welcome to Short and Spooky. We like cuts and butts. And today, we are talking about anthology shows from the 80s, the 90s, and sometimes the early 2000s. The voice you're hearing is the Iceman, who comes. <laughs> who comes? Sometimes. <laughs> the Iceman cometh? I'm joined on my left by Johnny the Junkman. Hey, I'm the Junkman. He, he loves butts. I can't get enough of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only the cheeks, though. Yes, that's right. Yes. Just kissing them. Just kissing butts. Gently? <sighs> Depends if I've had a few. I'll bury my face <laughs> in a butt cheek, but... Uh, take those seltzers away from Gotta me. stay away from <laughs> the Actually, hole. no. Give them a couple more. Okay. All right. Yes, butt kisser extraordinaire. Uh, uh, across from me is the big sniff. Hey. Good to see you. Y- you too. Thanks. Um, and we are joined by one of our favorite guests. The Chicago Handshake himself, Mr. Wally Wallort. Hello, Spookies. Hello, Shorties. Hello, Sniffers. Sniffers. Butt Sniffers. Butt Sniffers. Panty Sniffers. John's the butt kisser, (laughs) and then... Cooper comes in I come after. In. <laughs> we, right. each, we, we both get down there. If right? anything, I should sniff it first, make sure it doesn't smell bad, and then you kiss it after I give it your the approval. So <laughs> so if I take a, a nice young lady out on a date, I'll be like, hang I'll on one second. Closet, yeah. <laughs> I'll crawl out of the closet. No, no, it's not weird. He's just going to sniff your butt, okay? He wants to make sure it doesn't stink. Listen, if you want these lips on your cheek... It's gotta happen. You do like the Houdini, like where the lights are off, and you switch places real quick, and you I'll, come in and sniff. No, I want to crab walk over from the closet. <laughs> crab walk because you've got an erection. Yeah. Okay, just checking. Uh, how you doing, Walter? Oh, I'm super good. I am joining you guys with a separated shoulder. Yeah. Ouch. I have been off work since the beginning of April and enjoying this near unemployed life. Cool. Did you like uh, tackle some dude or what? No, I was skiing and I, uh, <clears throat> the way the physician worded it is that I failed a ski jump. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> were you, were you thinking about, uh, stupid, sexy Flanders in his, uh, skiing suit? Couldn't focus? No, it was more like a eighties, um, era, What's that movie with the skiing movie, sk- right? You know what I'm Is it yeah. ski school or, or where there's like the bullies? That's the one they parody in South Park. I was the bully. They one, also <laughs> they broke your arm. Always Sunny does. does there's it too. there's Always Sunny does few, it as well. There's a few ski '80s movies. Yeah, like '80s. Yeah. Basically, did you like you know uh, beat like some like preppy dude with like a popped collar and like <laughs> yeah. you know his dad was trying to buy the, the the mountain the, the mountain from like the cool dad yeah i think it's more likely that a preppy dude beat me and popped <laughs> my collarbone out of my shoulder oh yeah. so this is a redemption story <laughs> so you're gonna come back stronger and pop his shoulders are you in a lot of pain right now uh not when i'm with you guys in oh, the garage mahal wow. you know i look yeah. around i see my clown over there i see mm-hmm. My Mars Attacks alien right there. You like that? I, my heart. It's <laughs> Keep in a lot of pain up, right though. now. We call him Scary Busey. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm not sure how that came about, but it is. Uh, it's the teeth, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I think actually. I think about that. But yeah, so the three of us here at this table have been injured recently, so there's one left on the list. Ay, ay, ay. I have a little bit of a painful cuticle you situation. Got a hangnail, going. yeah. That hurts so bad. Oh yeah, especially like when you like you're doing things like in line of work, like putting on gloves, and it just like pulls back. Yeah, 
Or you rub it against like a cardboard box. That, yeah, that's way worse than uh, than a separated shoulder. It's so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> I think the sympathy should be heading yeah, this way. This way. Yeah. Do you want to sling? Do you want a sling for that? Yeah. Okay. And a kiss. But yeah, so uh, this week's episode was my pick, and we're going back to being afraid of the dark. Trash man pick. And this is <clears throat> season three, episode thirteen, uh, uh, April sixteenth. 1994 great year uh what what about this episode made you want to pick it tom um because of the vink mm. and it's such a ridic- ridiculous title it really is and when i watched it I, th- I thought it'd be fun to riff on it's it's really i don't know it's not like they like you know if back in the day if you're reading it in like a tv guide or like that one channel that would like scroll and show you all the names of the t- television programs it didn't actually tell you the the name of the show so it's not like you would really have any idea, and then you start watching it like the, the, the Dangerous Soup. Yeah, Tale of the Dangerous Soup. Do you guys want to start getting into some... Mm, rules? <laughs> uh, why don't we let our guest Walter go first? Yeah, why don't you go first, Walter? Oh, I, I don't mind, but I might be stealing Tommy's thunder because I... <laughs> Is it a one Well, no, no. It, a Tom rule, only, only Tom gets to make a Tom rule. <laughs> Just make okay. a Walter rule. Okay, okay Walter I gotta, rule. I got it. No, 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 no. I got this. This is so. Uh, quick spoiler for everyone. This is involving uh, Doctor Vink mm-hmm. again in this episode, and I think that uh, since he recurs through the series, we have uh, to have a section called Vink's Drinks. Ooh. And uh, there's a couple on there. I'm gonna see if Tommy gets the Tommy rule later. Um, I might throw it in the circle after, but the one that uh, we could definitely go with is uh, every take a drink every time that someone says Vink is not or refers to Vink as a nut job, okay. nut bag, nut bag. I've got yes. a nut bag right Cause, here because they do say that about him in other episodes too. That's yes. like a reoccurring thing. It's like people mispronouncing Sardo. From now on, are you afraid of the dark? Nut bag, drink. We already have because no. our other standing are you afraid of the dark drinking game rules are. Uh, any Canadian um, uh, boots and sorries, um, that's our sta- that's a standing rule. That should rule. be goosebumps, too. You know what? Let's just have that be across the board. If you okay. ever hear a boots and sorries, uh, anything that's like, you know, overwhelmingly Canadian, I say, let's, uh, let's put it on the board. All right. Well, I got to think of a new Tom rule. Don't worry about it. We don't need a Tom rule. Why I don't do. you do a regular rule? <laughs> I do. And every time you, uh, he says, you don't scare me. Okay. Okay, why don't you go ahead and take a drink every time you see the gargoyle reveal with the oh. fake wall going down. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I have, a new, I have a new Tom rule. Well, can I do mine? Yeah. Mine Santa is... Santa Claus! Santa! He's ripping and rocking out there on his chopper. He's got one of his tits out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mine is... Uh, white hairs. Anytime smoke, like uh, there's mist or smoke visible, mm. which is... In two separate dry ice. scenarios. Dry ice. Dry ice. Mist. Yeah. Dry ice, be it mist or, or like a fog machine or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. That's my rule. It's not very fun. Ripping bongs. Yeah. Um, I just thought of this one on the spot. Uh, every time a waitress that works in the service industry, obviously a waitress, mm-hmm. uh, doesn't touch knives. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and as usual, of course, for every episode, whenever you hear the titty line, take a drink. Yeah, titty line, drink. Um, 
Anyway, uh, you guys ready to get into it? Yeah. Let's get into it. All right. So this is a Frank story with the Midnight Society, and we have joining him today is Gary, Kiki, Sam, Betty Ann, Tucker, and Frank. Frank. Yeah, of course. Uh, so just not even talking about this specifically. Did you guys watch this on Paramount Plus or did you watch a Daily Motion? Daily Motion. Daily Motion. Paramount Plus. Oh, well, look at you. <laughs> I watched it on Daily Motion as well because Paramount Plus like wanted me to like sign in. I have Paramount Plus. I was just too lazy to do it. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. Do you, I've started to notice that on Daily Motion, there's a little ad in the bottom corner that says, Win five thousand dollars on dmtrg.com. I guess that's our we're promoting that. Yeah. So I clicked on it and it's like an old school like like race car thing and there's no place to win money. And I was like, Oh, I must have spelt I must have had the wrong letters on there. And I don't. There's a little commercial there's like a little ad in the bottom corner that says win five thousand dollars and there's nothing about winning five thousand dollars on the website. That's Just thought weird. it was odd. Is if it you, a new it thing? Probably, no, no, no. In the bottom corner, it says that for some shows, and I, I keep, oh. I kept seeing it. I'm like, I can't make this little like pop up ad go away. Oh, yeah. It's, it's really just like the size of your thumbnail. It's like very odd. Next time you guys watch something on uh, Daily Motion, keep your eyes out for a little win five thousand dollars thing because uh, you click, you know, put that in your your browser and see what's up. For those listeners, don't don't search this. I have no yeah. idea what it's going to do to your computer. Yeah, we're professionals. I but, just thought it was. I thought it was curious yeah and you're telling me that the website was dmt.com dmtrg.com okay. okay the first three letters is why he clicked on it oh, of course yeah. i was like if i can like win five thousand dollars or dmt i'm taking deemers bro yeah um That's anyway bizarre. not important not interesting i thought it was interesting oh <laughs> um so yeah the this is like i said a frank story and he yeah. comes in holding a box which you do and uh, he's asking everyone what what uh, scares them or frightens them? Yeah. And uh, it starts with uh, Gary. Gary is scared of heights. He gets sick. That's a every- classic. Yeah. He gets sick every time he, he's near him. Okay. And, uh, which m- must not be fun for his family. Well, unless they live in Canada, they don't have anything above two stories. Listen, his dad owns a magic shop. He has other things to be worried about. Uh, does he? And uh, so then the next... Uh, the next person up is Kiki, and she doesn't like dogs because she was bit by them when she was Well, she's an inner city kid. You know, they uh, probably have uh, some scary dogs there. Not yeah. good dog owners. No. Um, and then we have Sam, who's afraid of birds. That's a weird one, huh? I'll tell you what. I'm not afraid of birds, but I fucking hate them. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a, a good friend of mine... Um, Killed by a bird? <laughs> no, he became a bird. Oh. Was it a crow? Yeah, so he's very smart, dude. If crows are terrifying, I don't know about birds, but crows, they you gotta respect them. Word. What about that uh, that seagull that hit Fabio in the face? Yeah, <laughs> no, it was like a seagulls goose. Are it was like a goose, wasn't it, or something like, <laughs> geek? like I, I don't know. Was it a Canadian it was a white goose? Bird. Yeah, it had a flannel on. If it was a Canadian goose, he'd be dead. Those things are like big. <laughs> it had a hockey helmet too. <laughs> yeah. I just love that they had photos of it. Like who? Yeah, that's great. <laughs> During the break, we should it's look at one it of up. the craziest things that's probably ever happened. That and the Randy Johnson just oh, and sending he... a bird to another dimension. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, do you, are you familiar with this? No, it's a sports guy. Yeah, he's a Baseball. gigantic, tall, like dominant pitcher, and he was like throwing a pitch to, and, and the seagull 
got directly hit by like a 95 mile player pitch and it just explodes <laughs> he was known for being one of the fastest pitchers at the time so this bird was in the Feathers. wrong place wrong time what was yeah. his technique he was the big unit right I think he got a nickname like unit. that after beating unit. up a uh, umpire or bird uh, killer. That's so funny, man. That's like that's great too because it's like you know let let's say it's a crow that's like hanging outside your window that's making all this fucking noise. All you need is like a fucking little stack of baseballs next to your window. Yeah, and you just like fire those bad boys off and yeah. you know. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! Crows are too smart for that. Yeah, they, I'm not they, scared of crows, but I'm just saying crows, crows. Crows are yeah. funny as hell. They they they're they are smart. And I saw this documentary where. Um, crows, you know, they remember people, but they also like have a sense of humor. And there's like they showed footage of like these crows pretending to fall off of a wire and land in the snow and slide down the snow, and then all the rest of them laugh because it would what? do that and then fly back up and then do it again. And all the other crows were like, "That's funny." I want to be a crow. Oh yeah, and, you know, he was like, "Check it out, I'm a penguin." <laughs> I was just, it's it's wild that like an animal that animals have have a sense of humor like you're like i don't think there's necessarily like a survival mechanism for that but pretty fucking cool they ain't never seen an elephant fly thank you a dumbo reference <laughs> the very offensive crows yeah john was at the premiere for that <laughs> um, yeah, was that 1940 something oh, man. but uh yeah so uh birds we're oh i'm okay with birds they, yeah. they they follow me to work the crows do well, they think they think you're dying. <laughs> they're gonna pick your bones they're clean. Circling. They can see your ribs through your shirt. Thank you. Um, <laughs> it's funny because it's true. T- uh, Tucker, he's scared of slasher movies, and Frank says that's that, not fair. That don't that don't count. Uh, uh, why also, not? can I? Say, I have to say something. Yeah, Frank, I think is 24 here. <laughs> I yeah. think he probably just stayed back, like in the eighth grade like six times now also this is the most clothed i've ever seen frank um i don't know if you guys clocked what he was wearing i i did actually i was going to comment on the fact that he always seems to be wearing a sleeveless shirt yes yeah. right a sleeveless fa- flannel yep. at that right yep. so sometimes, i actually thought that sometimes he was, open sometimes not mm. i thought he was uh less clothed than normal <laughs> really so uh not so yeah normally he has like a, a button up uh flannel shirt that's sometimes open with no shirt underneath like he's been extremely I don't know he was probably passed around at some parties and stuff oh, or no. whatever Canadian television you know board gets up to out there Canadian Weinstein Yeah <laughs> well, I, I think you're onto something I'm not, Have you noticed his story pattern His story pattern It's always Dr. Vink <gasps> He's Whoa. got a weird. He's got a weird uncle thing going on. That's crazy. Dr. I've never Dr. paid attention Vink's to that. I got to do some research and see who always tells the Sardo stories because that one's also a weird one. Um, yeah. But no, yeah. He. So. So I. I thought this was very odd because instead of just wearing a a, a flannel shirt with the sleeves uh, cut off, he also ripped the collar off. And he looks like a scarecrow. It's just like <laughs> it's ripped around here, but like buttoned up all the way. I was like, that looks wild. It's dude. Not a good look. It looks like he's wearing a burlap sack with a flannel pattern on it. <laughs> they, had to hide his, they had to hide his chest hair. Yeah, uh, yeah, because he's supposed to be fourteen years yeah. old. They had to hide all the uh, producers' kiss marks and, and hickeys <laughs> oh, that are all over his bare yeah. chest. Gross rashes from their beard. <laughs> 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 But anyway, yeah. um, Tucker is like, I ain't afraid of nothing, man. I ain't afraid of no ghost. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, then he's like... Uh, 
Well, we also established in a previous episode that Frank is afraid of the dark. So, you know, in the... In the w- that when, comes up later. Yeah, well, we, we that was revealed, I think, on a, in a previous season. And, and we thought that that was quite amusing because the episode's called Are You Afraid of the Dark? And we found out that in Frank's case, the, the answer is, is yes, overwhelmingly. Uh. What are you guys scared of? Hmm. So I was going to save this to ask for later in the movie, or episode i would say that um there's a scene where they have snakes come in Mm -hmm. in fact they lead with it and it recurs later in the episode and that would be me you don't like snakes you don't like the slithery slimy i I have a tough time hiking past snakes on a trail dude i once had a i was i once had something very scary happened to me. I was on a hiking trail with a buddy of mine, and we went up this like super like steep hill. Like you're supposed to hike down it, not up it. But we were like, "Fuck it," we were tripping on acid. We're like, "We're gonna go up there." And like after we were like hiking uphill for like two hours straight, we're like, like really tripping balls. And like we sit down and we're like in the shade drinking water, kind of catching our breath. And he looks over and he's like, "Dude!" And he like grabs me and pulls me away. And a rattlesnake like comes up and like starts shaking what? and it was like literally one foot away from me like sitting in the shade and didn't do anything but all of a sudden my buddy pulled me out of the way i am a hundred percent sure that he saved my life and even just thinking about it gets me scared just thinking about that and like the whole time for the rest of the hike while i was tripping i was like looking everywhere scanning looking for like a rattlesnake and then i went went down in the same place i was like i don't know if i would be able to hike this trail again without like really being on edge yeah so because sorry just because like if you get bit especially tripping two hours up how the fuck are you gonna get back like you're done dude you're toast like you might lose an arm or or whatever if you even survive i would have just been like all right well good thing i'm tripping balls because i'm about to go to hell or you know whatever the afterlife (laughs) (laughs) definitely not going to heaven yeah (laughs) i think i'd be fine going out that way though on a, a high dose of acid or something, <laughs> just really speed yeah. through that, uh, reliving my past experiences. Dun- so I wanted to ask, best trip of your life or worst trip of your life? That? Yeah, that oh, instance. Th- not even close, dude. Just it it was average. it was middling. It was not that. <laughs> I, I mean, if anything, I would have been like, you know, don't you get like a rock hard erection if you get like venom in your system? Uh. <laughs> Is that, I mean, that's... I've I've heard that, but I can't corroborate it. <laughs> I think I got bit by a snake when I walked in here, guys. Spider. I uh, know, but when I was in Texas, I went to I got sent away to a boarding school in Texas when I was like fourteen. Anyway, <clears throat> I had a teacher. Wait, this is the first we're hearing of this. I've really? This. I've never heard, heard that you went to a boarding school in Texas. Yeah, it was like holes. We had what to wear the you, orange jumpsuits and everything. What did you I do? I got kicked out of school for what? Drug, drugging, and drinking. Really? Yeah. Drugging, <laughs> drugging people and then drinking. I would drink their blood. <laughs> I was the Bill, vampire Bill Cosby. Okay, good. Um, no, but <laughs> I was in te- Texas, and I had a teacher who was actually a really great teacher. He recently died. His name was Art Letourneau. That had blood loss. Sounds fake. He, he was real. He's a big guy. Um, but uh, so he, I, and I'd never heard of this spider before because I'm from here, Um the brown recluse. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah those that, are scary. That's, those yeah. ones are bad. There's a shitload of them in Texas and along the southwest and south. Anyway, he was saying how he sat on one not long ago because he was gone for a couple weeks and he sat on one and it bit his ass. And he was telling us that they had to remove a like chunk a, of his yep. ass the size of his fist. It becomes necrotic. Yeah. Yeah. And 
dude, ever since then, I'm seeing those fucking things everywhere. Not since then, like, immediately after, because I was in Texas, I was like, fuck. Like, they're at, they're here. Uh, I, every night, I would flip my sheets out <laughs> and, like, shake my shoes, you know, yeah, and, like, pat the they're bottom. They're, like, the size of, like, a dime or they're something. They're tiny. Like that. Yeah. And I'm thinking, like, what if one bites you on, like, the dick or in the eye or on your hand? You know what else happened to me in Texas really quick? I was on the second bunk in uh, our kind of thing we were in. It was like a warehouse almost. And I was wearing pajamas, and I felt, because there's a lot of snakes there, I swear to God, I felt something, like, going up my leg. Mm. And so I ripped my pants off and threw them, like, across the room. And I remember I was, like, up there staring at them for a good, like, 10, 20 minutes, like, waiting for a snake to come out of them. But I never did. I think it was my imagination. It was your penis. <laughs> yeah. I wish. I wish that was like it was that long enough so that it wrapping feel like it around your leg. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, Coop, what's your what's your fear? I would say brown recluses. Okay. Tom, um, I'm scared of the deep ocean. Yeah, it's called thalassophobia. Yeah. Um, I think in a previous life I died on on some sort of uh, nautical adventure. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Titanic. I actually like got one time I tried to look at the. Um, Manifest for the Titanic to find my family's name, but I figured we were so poor that they probably uh, <laughs> they were they were in the boiler. They were room. they were in like the storage, like in a box. <laughs> no, they were they were working on there. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I don't like spiders, but the, like the thought of like didn't the Titanic leave from Ireland? Yeah, mm. and there was rumors that um, I watched a documentary when I was much younger, and there was rumors that like some guys got like trapped, like were like working deep inside of it, and they like were sealing up another end of some sort of like tunnel-y thing and people got stuck like in like it's chambers or something like that yeah and i'd read a lot of uh like uh sea disasters and and the the thought of like these people that survive there's like an air bubble as the ship sinks and you survive in like the pitch dark until you run out of air that's that's about to be i'm about to start working on a boat oh i tell you that (laughs) So I do have one uh, Gary Busey trivia note that I've learned since our last recording together. Please, please. I don't know what film it was, but there was a film he was working on where he was supposed to end up in a a set that was in heaven, and he refused to work on that set because he had been to heaven and it didn't look anything like that. (laughs) It was not accurate. That's great. Well, what if it's all real? That's my phobia. Is, yeah. You know, Gary Busey. That's my number one fear. <laughs> so you're saying your phobia because you're the last one to go here is Gary Busey. No, no, no. To be to be perfectly honest, it's uh, going insane. Mental instability is the scariest thing because yeah. everything that you guys have just listed, you could be experiencing in perpetuity because you're crazy and you're not on this planet anymore. So you could that's be true. like, oh my god, I'm burning in hell, and like you know, like I'm having my balls smashed, and people are <laughs> laughing at me, and you know, I'm underwater, and fucking snakes are biting me, like yeah, you know, just perpetually in hell, and just it never ends because you're not even aware of what's going on. So you're yeah, just in a padded me- cell. Meant be losing your mind is definitely uh, uh, my phobia, my fear. The that's way valid. you describe losing your mind sounds like. Uh, hellacious Gallagher act. Mm, yeah, yeah. Smashing your nuts down in the <laughs> Gallagher's laughing. there smashing your balls. Oh my god. And you like water, you like put some acrylic paints on your balls with like little watermelons <laughs> and then you like, like pull out like some, you know, giant mallet and have like Popeye smash them. Oh my god. Good times. Yeah. Alright, well let's go back to the episode. Okay, please. Alright, so this uh, again, we're um, this is definitely an episode about fears. 
So yep. uh, this cuts into uh, a guy sitting in a chair with the the fans are. It's a casting couch. Can we talk about these fans? They're like. Because this is supposed to be a freezer, and there are, like, fans spinning with blue lights behind them. Yeah, the mm-hmm. blue is the cold. The blue is the cold? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, just checking, because it doesn't seem like it's cold I don't think in there cold at in there. all. I don't think it is. I don't think it's... It, I think it's meant to look like it's a refrigerator or a freezer, but it isn't. Well, I think, you know, they just needed a pop of color because it's like, well, a freezer would just be black inside. It would be completely That's true. dark. Yeah, yeah, what's the coldest color? Blue. <laughs> That's you can't argue with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Gatorade. I have a quick question. Yes. This guy that we see in this what senior opening, does he have the cut? Because it, I wrote that question mark. I was like, because it looked, it was the, like a mushroom cut. No, it was. I don't, I don't remember think it, was it. The cut. I mean, I feel like. Okay, it, I trust that because if it, it was, was I imagine one 90s, of you would have noted. I, no, it I remember. Did you it? see it? He looks like Patrick Bateman. So that's what it from is. From American like, Psycho. Okay. So I don't it's not think quite it's... That. It wasn't the cut. It wasn't. But it was uh, Christian Bale. You know it when cut. you okay. see it, bro. Well, if I don't know ask. if I do. I don't know if I do. Yeah. I'll, you have I'll, to ask, uh, You can't afford it. I'll, I'll just... Uh, I'll put together a collage of young men. <laughs> and, well, okay. When I think <laughs> of it... Better that's, cuts? That's, that's a soundbite that I'm thinking of like um, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in... I think about him all the time. Shit. In like... Find or Romeo basketball diaries or Gilbert Grape or whatever the fuck was well, he in that? He's mentally, he's he's you know, wow, way to bring it. He's up. going for it, <laughs> he's playing slow jack, you know. Wait, who's mean? the other guy? Walking fucking Phoenix, Phoenix? Johnny Rip, River that, Phoenix, right? isn't he? Johnny Is he? Rotten, what River who? Phoenix, River Phoenix, right? Yeah, mm. the one who died, yeah, dead. He's in Rest what? In peace. Isn't he in the basketball? No, not basketball diaries. Gilbert Grape. What's he in Gilbert Grape? I thought no, it was that's Johnny Leonardo Depp. DiCaprio. And who's the other guy? Johnny Depp. Really? Talk yeah. about a couple studs. Yeah. Even though one's retarded. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get back to the episode here. Okay. Um, so, yeah, he cuts to this guy. He's, like, locked in a chair. Uh, and he's about to realize his fear is coming true when yep. a uh, one-foot-tall, cute little gargoyle <laughs> shows up. They got it from into, the garden center. Which is a drink with some mist going yep. on. And we got mist. Well, take a drink because it's revealed and take a drink because you see mist. Yeah. You get the reveal and you have mist. But I, I, I feel like they didn't have on the day yeah. the actual rising and falling thing. So like, <laughs> if you're watching this, it's like digitally or whatever that like as an after effect so like to make it look like it's going down it's not really going down it's uh, it's nope. uh it's a cheap effect it's a canadian effect yeah yeah <laughs> hey hey yeah. bud um but uh yeah then it cuts to uh well yeah so so yeah mr sorry vink says it knows what scares you yeah and a snake pops out yeah so the snake Whoa. yeah really mm-hmm. watch out we got a big old. I see your boner. Yeah, it's rub. It's, it's like crawling around his thigh, <laughs> biting me. It's very muscly. Yeah, yeah. It's coiling around his thigh. Mm. So we cut to uh, we cut yeah. to the like where the episode actually kind of begins is um, a restaurant scene. It's kind of a it comes off as a fancy restaurant. Yeah, we come to find out it's called the the Wild Boar. Yes, we we yeah we see um, uh, Nev uh, Campbell. Right? No, we don't see oh, yeah. her yet. No, that's no, she's, she's the host. She's the one oh, who the brings host. people okay. in, and she's like, "Hi, welcome to the you know whatever." And then she like brings them in, and it's like way too brief to actually be that like the way it would be like if you stepped in the door. Hi, welcome, grandmother. This way, and you're like, I, it's 
you took two seconds to put me to my seat. Yeah. They're yeah. juxtaposing a restaurant that's super busy and famous for allegedly its soup mm-hmm. and a literal wait time of, hey, how are you doing? <laughs> no time at <laughs> yeah. all. Where we come to find out it's $100 for a bowl of what looks like uh, pea soup. Cons- consomme, <laughs> yeah. It's like there's not much. It's nothing. But wow. um, So let's just establish real quick. So um, Nev Campbell's name is Noni. Noni. Nani. Noni. Nani. Nani, Nani Walker. Thought, I'm like, I they're saying naughty. <laughs> I my first like that is Naughty yeah. Walker. I yeah, was like Naughty. Got to be like her restaurant. I name. thought like, yeah. I don't know. Like her name was Nani, but I'm like, isn't Nani or Noni? Isn't that like a grandmother? Like in like from like, Greek yeah. or Italian or something? It's Not like in Canada. She, my Mimon Pep Pep. My my <laughs> my pee pee and poo poo. Nina Nunu. Nani would be like your Nana. Bebop and Rocksteady. Nani. Nani. Thought it was Naughty. No, it's naughty. It's Your just, grandma's naughty. She could be naughty. I just I don't know if this is a popular name in can, in Canada. Like, I, but like yeah. I've never heard this name. Before. Uh, okay, I'm thinking it's maybe short for Nadia. But also, I've never heard the name Nev. Neville. No, Nev Campbell. Like Campbell. The, the actress who's playing Noni. A woman also, named Nev. Nev Campbell. She's the oh, she's the pretty one. She's, She's the main character. She's from Scream and Party of Five. Scream. That's why I recognize so, her. From. I, I did want to take a moment and say this set up a really awesome weekend because we watched the new Scream. Scream. Oh, nice. It's just called Scream. Right? Yeah, 2022 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Uh, which was it just tailed the old one. I I watched I watched a, all the screams recently. Oh, you watched all of them recently. So I'm about to embark on that journey. I, it, so I watched the new one and then I watched the first one. Yeah, and it was all kind of inspired from watching this episode. Anyway, we um, we cut in. You know, they get they get sat down and uh, they say, "Don't bother, sweetheart. We want the soup." Yeah, yeah. This guy, he speaks for his wife. Too. Yeah, so, still have a salad. <laughs> so, <laughs> is it is it like four thirty? Because every single person is over fifty. It's like the, yeah, only the people eating here are like. Oh, maybe it's it, the early bird special. That's what I'm wondering because I'm like. <laughs> How come there's like I mean if this place is known for their killer soup, yeah, no pun intended. Um, you would think that like all the most important cool people in Canada would be there. You know Wayne Gretzky, uh, Mike Myers. Uh, uh, he's that's it. He's Canadian. <laughs> what? I forgot he's Canadian. They're both Canadian. I hate that. Okay, he eats you up inside, huh? <laughs> Jim Carrey too. Gosling. Ryan Gosling? Yeah. All of our stars, they're taking all our stars. The shiny red bicycle. Well, yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, they can have it. Anyway, the, the point is, every single person who's at this eating establishment it has dentures. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. why they need to eat soup. <laughs> they don't, yeah. No solid food, the doc, the doc said. Also, Nev Campbell's wearing a wild neckerchief in this, like very 90s. Yeah. It's not the weirdest neck piece in uh, this episode, <laughs> though. No, not quite. Um, but this has one of my favorite things, like in in movies or, or just crappy TV shows, like mm-hmm. like when there are, people are eating their soup, like there's some like anonymous people off screen. They're like, "Oh my god, I can't believe it's so good." Oh, it's, yeah, know, the little side chat, the ADR, yeah, the ADR so, side chat, oh, like so nice. he just outdoes himself every time. <laughs> and uh, our our waitress is like acting really, really nice and like that's her job. Her yeah. name is Jersey. Jersey, yeah. Um, so I was wondering if this was like the uh, Tales from the Crypt that we watched with a character named Reno, where she's from Jersey. Oh. Because she seems kind of like no-nonsense. Well, she's they, yeah. they, they later on say that she's pretty loud. Um, oh, she lives up to her name 
For sure. But mm. I was wondering, what is she running from? Knives. Mm. <laughs> knives. <laughs> People yeah. finger Jersey's pants. full of knives. <laughs> it's crazy. They call it the knife capital of the world. <laughs> <laughs> A knife for every tanning bed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say she didn't seem she didn't seem orange enough for a, well, for a character named Jersey. Well, you got it. She's on the run. You gotta quit the tanning bed. That was the hardest part about being on the run. It is. It's That's why she went to Canada. Sacrifices. You had to wear all the clothes, cover up, yeah. change your appearance. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, she. So she gets their order. They go, uh, goes back, and she's in the kitchen, and everything's hanging from from things there's like not much i don't know what's going on there. i don't think the people that made this episode had ever been in a commercial kitchen before. yeah <laughs> um, oh my god so much food yeah yeah food hanging from everywhere but and also, also if dude if you if your thing hanging. is this soup that like everybody's fucking there for why have specials why why, why do have any of that yeah why have plates <laughs> yeah <laughs> just bowl why have bread i guess for dipping oh, well, bread soup. is good to dip yeah but, but there's just name the place hundred dollar soup. This guy is yeah. could have been made such so much more profit, like by just getting rid of all this other junk that they're doing. Yeah. Paying, you don't need anyone in the kitchen. You need a fucking soup pour. Seinfeld style. Hundred and twenty dollar soup. Yeah. Raise the price just twenty the bucks. Soup. <laughs> yeah. And fire all, everyone else. Because because they're only allowed to have one bowl. Yeah. Right. Well, let me. I don't want to jump ahead, but one thing that really does make me think that these people, whoever wrote this. Um, or directed it or whatever isn't familiar with like that kind of work because there's a line where um the host or the guy narrating it is like people would quit out of nowhere which frank was, yeah he's yeah. like this no. restaurant people would quit out of nowhere which is really unusual it's like people walk out all the fucking time on these kind of jobs yeah but you would think that like people are so fucking you know like no you're talking hungry about, for that read no, no no i'm talking about Wait, what? Wasn't it Reed? That was, oh, no, it is Frank. I'm sorry. My apologies. We I'm jumping ahead a little. We haven't apologies. met Reed the yet. The servers. So, uh, yeah, we, we get to... Uh, Vink comes out to uh, a standing ovation. And when my first viewing, I thought he was coming out and doing like a like a giant like fist bump, fist pump celebration. Because he's got his like arms out. And I thought he was going to do one of these guys. One of these... <laughs> but he's actually going to... Uh, like yeah, exactly. Like like <laughs> like the Tiger Woods. Like yeah. he just sunk the pot. It, for it the reminds me of like like hockey players or like uh, soccer player celebrations mm -hmm. as well too. Um, and no, he's out there getting a standing ovation because his soup is so good. And you think that they'd like be like, all right, well, everyone already knows the soup is so good, right? And and so like okay, he still it must be that good that he gets every time he comes out of the kitchen. And uh, you want to describe what the Vinky looks like one of you guys. He looks like what the restaurant is named after, the Wild Boar. <laughs> yeah, he looks like Cooper in like twenty years. What? Do you think that was ten like years? His, maybe that was his nickname at the culinary school or something like the that. The Wild in, Boar in his fraternity. I Big think so. Sniff. Big sniff. Big, no. Uh, how much a uh, percent of the soup do you think is hair? Yeah, it must be at least ten percent because yeah. it's hanging in there. What if that's what makes it so good? Vink hair? Yeah. Yucky, yucky. Imagine what his dick and balls look like. Clean shaven. <laughs> well, yeah, I, it's, it, I think really you should, we should describe his hair situation that's going on because it's confusing to say the least. He has yeah. a great beard going on, right? He's we got a great beard. He's got long hair and yet he's bald. <laughs> <laughs> I think we know what his greatest fear Just like is. Just right here. <laughs> is it's it an odd of, place, right? 
Is it a comb over? His biggest fear is Chris Tucker. <laughs> Chris Tucker. <laughs> Topical. <laughs> um, I don't think it's a. I don't know if it's a comb over or if it's just kind of grown I'm, over. Or a wig sort of situation. Like, but does if you're he have extensions? Wig, that's, his, that's his real hair. That's his real hair. <laughs> the actor? Hundred percent. You've looked this up. I don't have to. I can. You tell. can tell. Oh, I I can just tell. This dude's vibe. It's an odd place for a bald spot because it's not at the back. It's like almost the top of the crown. Yeah, it's weird. It's pretty much his entire head. Maybe. Yeah. He, maybe he a, like burned it in a in a soup accident. A soup accident. <laughs> yeah. Well, because there's throughout this episode, there's uh, people like putting their heads into steaming, boiling hot soup with just steam just going into their face. Oh, I don't yeah. know if that counts as smoke. Did the soup eating make you uncomfortable? Yep, very much so. The, the close-ups, like the ASMR, but it's like, again, it's like, like some shivers. middle-aged woman. Not even. <laughs> she's like a senior, and like you could see like, you know, the, the, the her dentures like clomping down on this fucking weird Canadian spoon. And... Uh, <laughs> That's just it, it's very off-putting. I th- and I think that the, the extreme close-up is supposed to illustrate that it's like, look, these people cannot get enough of it. Yeah, what are, it would be great if her dentures fell out as she's doing it, <laughs> fell into the soup. Um, but uh, yeah, so this is when we get to meet our other main character, I guess, uh, and his name is Reed. Hanson. Quick question. Is this the fourth Hanson brother? No, it's actually uh, Chris Hanson's son. Oh, well. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> so, wait, maybe that's why Chris Hanson went into the biz, because all three of his sons are fucking hot to trot. He's yeah. got these sexy little fucking blonde boys. You guys are after him. He, he did have the Hanson cut. He had the Hanson cut, like the pulled back like ponytail. You know who he looked like to me, Tom? Remember the redhead in Stone Age? Yeah. I, like dude, that I, guy. for a second, I was like, where do I recognize this guy's <laughs> yeah. face from? Yeah. Um, if he had red hair, it would have been dead on. Also, this jump ahead a little bit but his he must have bombed so many job interviews <laughs> before this yeah that's i wrote that as well as like he is the worst interviewer well also so interviewee, right? just just so we get it out there it's not Vink hiring him it's nev campbell she's there she's not only a, the hostess greeter she's also the part-time bookkeeper mm. and i was wondering about this because they they say that the, all these uh the, the waiters and waitresses that they, they're the ones who like bolt out of there so i'm like so nev campbell she's just hanging in there because she doesn't actually st- write down their orders so she doesn't get tipped out so he's like i'm cool with like not like putting you through this experience because it's like it doesn't really make sense to me like why she would be like hi welcome like see what's going on i'm like so you're making i have to assume she's a teenager because i think like it would be weird for for, they're over 19 i think they're all adults so it just seems again very out of at least a read it seems very odd that like oh yeah like okay, so are you afraid of the dark? Kids telling stories, uh, you know, whatever in the middle of Canadian woods, and but it seems like almost every single one is about kids. So that way, the the, the child viewer who's watching this thing can you know uh, put themselves in that position and be like, okay, cool, this is the surrogate character who I pretend like I am when I'm watching this thing. But if you're watching this you're right. and it's like everybody is over eighteen, you're right. Like so, I have to assume that they are y- somewhat young. They're they're not, you know, they're in between. S- I think it's Nev Camp. You're right. She's young because she's a hostess, right? Yes. And I don't oh. know. Different states do different things. Oh, yeah. So you right. can't lock a, a, someone underage in a freezer. But if they're <laughs> 18, you can go ahead and lock them in there. Yeah, I see fine. what you're saying. Totally. As far as the Nev Campbell doing the multiple roles, right? Hostess, 
bookkeeper. Mm-hmm. Uh, this dude, Vink, is undoubtedly engaged in wage theft. Like, these waiters are fucking leaving. Oh, yeah. They don't want to yeah. work there. He's got a 16-year-old doing three different things. Well, Books that should be done by a CPA. They're, well, I read some trivia on this, and this is the only episode that takes place with people that are over 18. What the two main characters are. So she is of age. The the actress, not necessarily the character. Because, you know, sometimes they'll be like, can you play older or younger? Okay. I mean, that's just what I read on the fandom. That the most of the stories, or all the other stories about people that are less than 18 years old. And this one, they're of age. No, I was just saying, though, but is that the actress or the character? The character. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. that's just what I read online. It could not, it could be fake. Well, she's at community college for bookkeeping, man. Yeah, it's can it's Canada. It's all different thing. Quick question: One loony, two loonies, three loonies, one. I don't. I don't one moose. Yeah, one moose nipple. <laughs> one hockey skate. Yeah. <laughs> one can. Yeah, one bottle of uh, maple syrup. Oh my god, a flannel shirt. <laughs> ching ching. I'm gonna be rich. Do 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 any does that do any of us have any I don't know. Uh, I what the hell is Doctor Vink wearing around his neck? It's a, pot. it's a no, no, no. It's a tasting spoon, right? No, 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 no. It's it's a, a measuring cup. Oh, is it? I thought it was like a little tiny miniature pot, like because that's what he does. Like like a like a like a baseball player wearing a golden glove or something. I don't know how baseball works or the awards. I just wonder, like, <laughs> he was, he, uh, hey, you're not far off. He's at the right. top five in his position for making soup. Yeah, yeah. So he gets the soup necklace. Well, it's very <laughs> clunky, and they never talk about it or reference it. And when, it just, it's the very distracting. makes it look like a metal. Yes, it's, it's like, like a, it's a ribbon almost. Yeah, yes. Yeah. But, like, they don't ever yeah. say what the hell it is or it, why it he's wearing it. It to be it. there. Um, yeah, it, w- it would be, in my opinion, more effective to not have that. It's less distracting. It, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, during the interview, he's like, "I've had a lot of jobs." It's and like I don't his, know if you have. It, it this takes, is yeah. It, it takes a while for his facial expression to change. You're at talking all. about Reed, mm-hmm. not Fink. Reed, yeah. Reed, and what's he? He says something. Uh, he's like, "Fink, Doctor Fink." Oh yeah, yeah. And Vink. Vink. The 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 yeah. Va va. Which va, is Vink. uh the I think this is the only time in his four episodes that um. He's not the one correcting the person mispronouncing his name. And well, therein lies the Tommy roll. Yeah. For the Vink's drinks. Every time that it's Va 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 Vink, that's the, that's the drink. Okay. But also, what's great about it is that, like, when somebody calls him a nutbag, um, that yeah. he's always out of earshot, but somehow still knows. Kind of like uh, yeah. lending to the idea that he's, you know, somewhat supernatural. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, it, exactly. I mean, it comes up later that maybe he might have like psychic powers. Yeah. So he's just like fine tuning to everyone within a proximity of him. But uh, yeah, he he enters the room when he's like, "What is he? A doctor or a cook?" And he's like, comes in and he's like, "A cook just feeds your belly." Uh, God, what's the second part of the line? I he's feed like, your whole. Yeah, your soul. Whole. Sorry, soul. Boy's, boy's soul. Boy's soul. Um. Yeah, and, and he, that's when he cups his tiny pot. Yeah. The pot for a mouse. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's Ratatouille's pot. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, and uh, is this the first uh, you don't scare me kind of thing? Or he kind of is like standoffish. Yeah, there's stand a little bit of banter. And uh, very little. 
this is the yeah. only time this has worked for him. Like he, he probably didn't even want this job. His, his parents were like, "You got to move out of the house. Go to this job interview." It's like, like Step Bros. Yeah, exactly. Where it's like you have to interview, but they don't want to get the job. Yeah. <laughs> and, it got, and Vink basically is like, "I like to cut your jib." Yeah. You're yeah. Di- you're different from the others, and uh, he gets hired. I like the cut of your cut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love cuts and butts. Yeah. So yeah, he gives him the job, huh? Yes, he does. And uh, this is when I think we get the voiceover from Frank, right? When when they do like a little huh? montage. Oh yeah, yeah. This is where yeah I jumped ahead and yeah there he's talking about he he's working he works hard but he doesn't want anyone to help him. I don't know why they bothered telling us that, but they did. Yeah, and like what a what a like n- how is that negative? It's like if he's yeah. getting the job done and working hard, like how much no, help do you I'm need? Good. He's like carrying a bag of potatoes, and, and someone's like, "Can he's I like, carry that with you?" He's like, "No, I, I gotta go hang it." I would have said the same table. thing. He's like, "No, it's just a bag." Yeah. <laughs> Nothing more awkward than carrying Together. a bag. It has no structure. Yeah. <laughs> just holding it like between each other, like <laughs> like like strolling, like yeah. Daisy, it's just... Daisy. <laughs> Skipping along. Bicycle built for two. A potato sack for two. <gasps> potato sack over. Mm. Uh, so, uh, yeah. again, to reiterate, this kitchen, as someone who's wor- worked in, as a line cook for years and years and years, infuriates me when all they're selling is soup. I'm yeah, en- but I'm, the, yeah, go ahead. I'm envious of the space that they mm-hmm. have there. Yeah. And but they, it, it makes me anxious because it's a huge mess. There's shit all over the tables. There's like turnips and potatoes and is there later on is there an actual hanging shit behind me there's a hanging like roast duck at one point and then there's some kind of other animal brown there's like some sort of brown thing i I don't think it's shit but it might be there's definitely (laughs) chicken claws yeah yeah. chicken feet and i stand by the fact because this is when he says like people would just get up and like walk out which was weird but, I mean, I've worked in a handful of restaurants, and I feel like that happens a lot in high-stress work environments. Like That happens, restaurant. like, once a week in restaurants. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, like, it's not unusual. Just as like, all right, I quit. Yeah, they walk out. I've done it myself twice. This week. But I'm also a bad employee. No, I'm not that bad. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he, he starts, uh, you know, noticing these people leaving. Yeah. And, uh, oh, wait, we, met, we skipped over a part. What did we skip? When he tastes the soup. Oh yeah, yeah. He he lets him sample it, um, uh, and he says, "Hey, that's pretty good." It's boiling hot soup <laughs> yeah, out, out of the ladle that he's using for it. He didn't even blow on it, did he? No, he, he's trying to get fired here, <laughs> or not even get the job. He's trying to get injured so he can sue him by sipping his boiling hot soup. What's the worst you guys have ever burnt your mouth? I don't know if it's so much as burning or like thinking. shredding the tissues of your mouth. I, like, and then your tongue wants to play with it. Like after that, you know, just like Dude, I mean, that's the good part. But it's like a Greek tragedy when you have a meal in front of you that you're you're really hungry and you're so anxious to eat it, you don't wait for it to cool down, and you burn your tongue, and then you can't taste the rest of the meal. Do you know what the solution is? No. Do you make the food? You smoke weed, make the food. Yeah. You make the food, smoke weed. Oh, and then you cool. eat the food. But if I smoke weed, I just hide under my blanket and cry. <laughs> <laughs> I get anxiety. <laughs> that, that, it's going to burn me. <laughs> yeah. 
that would be your uh, fear thing. Weed. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, he he tells him he's like, try another taste and uh, you'll regret it. Sorry, well, just real quick, because uh, you you skipped uh, something I wanted to talk about. So, yeah. uh, so the, at the end of the night, before uh, they he goes to go, um, Reed goes to get his second taste. It's like mm-hmm. uh, the cook's like, "All right, we're out of here," and there's like several pots steaming and stewing, and they're like, "All right, we're done." Maybe and, it cooks overnight, like barbecue. But there's nobody there. Hey, there probably should be someone watching that. <laughs> it just seemed incredibly strange that they're not only leaving all these things out, but like. I don't know if you clocked this, but Nev, like, so he's t- tasting the soup, and then, like, uh, Vint comes out, and then Nev Campbell just rises <laughs> up behind the counter out of nowhere. That's a good point. I didn't realize. Like, she's like, oh, no, it wasn't that. You're like, bitch, where the hell did you come from? Like, she's just. What if Vink was sitting at that desk This was before. his second taste, right? Yeah, that was the second taste. Well, that's the thing. We but the thing that she tells. She's stalking him, for sure. Well, she yeah, well, be. she's like, if you sneak a second taste, you'll regret it. Or maybe we know why Vink keeps her around. She's sitting under the desk because she's underage. The second she's she turns dick eighteen under the desk or I'm seventeen, saying. whatever the legal limit is in uh, uh, Canada, as soon as that goes down, she's getting thrown in the freezer. But anyway, yeah, uh, she covers for him. So, but <clears throat> it's not just her covering because that's kind of tenuous. Oh, he's just cleaning the stove, like super weak excuse. It's mm-hmm. Jersey bursting in through the doors. Yeah. Changing the whole trajectory of the conversation happening in the kitchen. I don't do dishes. I'm a server. Blah, blah, blah. You know yeah. how people from Jersey are. Oh, yeah. we know. <laughs> we know how people from Jersey are, right? I'm not from Jersey. <laughs> I love my Jersey sniffers. <laughs> there's not a single one in Jersey. I love my Jersey junkies. What's up, peeps? There's plenty um, of those. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Um, and we all uh, have... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we all have issues with knives yeah. <laughs> and needles. Um, but no, yeah, it, it, it's really funny because uh, Nev Campbell seems to have, she, she seems to have like some type of a tenuous connection with Reed, but he has almost kind of. no, rede- he has no redeeming qualities. Like what, what, for what reason would she be interested in him at all? Cause he's like, no, nah, don't worry about it. I don't let anyone like fucking carry my bag of onions and you're just like well why <laughs> what what's going on here and i was like it's because he can get her some hansen tickets yeah it's because i looked at him and all i could describe him is as the nerdiest weebo anime dope on the face of the planet he's a blonde <laughs> keanu reeves with his like tied back hair yeah. and the couple locks like i can see him playing shopping. with a katana in his bedroom <laughs> <laughs> he's the star wars kid yeah <laughs> just like got into really good shape but after like the being humiliated online well, it was an interesting choice for like quote-unquote tough guy because that's he was supposed to be kind of a tough character well maybe that's how they found their like kindred spirits because it's like Oh, you get molested by Vink. I got molested <laughs> by my uncle. Like it's like we have so much in common. I think so. Yeah, she's certain. Uh, she's definitely not with him for his acting. By no. any means. Bark, no. Brigade. Bark Brigade. Luna's chiming in with her thoughts. The good old little sniff. Yeah, sniffing. Um, All right, uh, where are we? Um, oh yeah, Jersey comes in and totally throws off Vink's um, ac- accusations. Because she's freaking out about being a dishwasher. She doesn't do that. Yeah. Probably because she has to touch knives if she washed his dishes. Yeah, man. I yeah, that if she was the dishwasher, that the knives would be so dirty. Yeah. <laughs> They're just in a pile in to, the corner. To cut up your soup. Yeah, <laughs> yeah why do they need knives? <laughs> but I mean, like, even still, it's like, 
it's not necessarily that she 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 doesn't need to wash anything but bowls and spoons. <laughs> so like it's not really a problem. But then like they're like, oh, you know, whatever. Uh, we're taking you off of the the waiter waitress thing because uh, you're too loud. And then she starts banging on pots and pans okay. and shit like a crazy thought, person. You know what yeah. she probably did after this? What she went and joined the group Stomp. They had like a big following for a little bit. They would use like. Trash cans, brooms, all these things. Like there'd be like a guy like grappling and it's like bang. musical parkour. That's yeah, how I would exactly. exactly. It. It's yeah. Blue Man Group meets Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, so she, she it pretty starts, much is exactly. That. She starts banging off. and it cuts away. And yep. uh, this is when he's talking to her. He's like, "I don't want to talk to you. Thank you." Was this Marlon Brando? <laughs> <laughs> I want to give you you have one favor. <laughs> Um, he says something. I, can, I let's see. Do I have it written down? But he's again not acting. He's keeping the same face, and he's like basically tells her he's like, I've never had anything like anyone help me. Or oh, give Fink? Him. No, no, no. Uh, Reed. Reed. Oh, oh, but oh, Reed. I, Wait, I do what? remember one thing that caught my ear in this conversation. So like him and Nev Campbell leave the kitchen while Jersey and Vink are duking it out. Oh yeah, that's right. And he's continuing to apologize to her. Where it's like, dude, all right, first of all, Reed is apologizing to Nev? To Nev, right? To Noni? Nani? To Nani. Yeah. Naughty Nani. Naughty And he describes himself, he calls himself at the at the end of the conversation, he's like, oh, you've been so great, and I've just been such a slug. Yeah, what did he say? I thought he said slut. I'm assuming I did slug. So okay, so I thought slug. You're the one who watched this on Paramount Plus, so you would know because you you could hit caption on. I didn't, but you got the best sound quality uh, and picture quality for that matter. Slug. I know my captions actually read from left to right instead of right to left. Dude, I was too busy going on (laughs) DMT.com. I couldn't even pay attention (laughs) to the fucking subtitles. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's a big slut. Maybe he's a but, slut. But that's such a funny thing to say, exactly. You're like, I've never heard anything even remotely close in any type of uh, media from that decade. Honestly, if someone was apologizing to me for being like a, an asshole or anything, and they said, I'm sorry, I, I was being a slug, I'd be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> right? What do well, you mean, slug? Slugs are very well known for being mean. Slugs are just <laughs> slow. I'm just yeah. leaving a weird snail trail wherever yeah. I go. Yeah. You figure out why. Yeah. I Sorry guarantee this guy has a body pillow of Nani back at his house. <laughs> he has like, yeah, he has like a Sailor Moon body pillow that he like sleeps with because his <laughs> his uncle like diddled him too young. Oh no, we get we get into some uncle problems here. Well, this is it's yeah. an uncle episode. It is an uncle episode. <laughs> so yeah, we get Jersey in the freezer though. Uh huh. Well, but you know the the reason again to go back just a second. Uh, yeah. He wants her to join in the ranks of the enlightened. Yes. Sounds like a cult. But. That's what I thought the entire time. <laughs> yeah. I was going to bring it up earlier when we were talking about his uh, oh, the, the little thing. pot. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's like, yeah, you just got to go back and uh, go get the food out of the freezer or, or like Something the walk-in like fridge. He puts her in there for some reason. I forget what the reasoning was now. He's like, go get that thing over there. Get that potato. Yeah, go get that potato sack. <laughs> find someone to help you carry it um but yeah uh, he's like no no trust me there's something in there yeah and she uh, she walks in and when he closed the door it made a noise and it sounded like a fart i heard that too <laughs> i had to rewind and be like did he rip one <laughs> i think he used the door as an excuse <laughs> yeah. you know so sorry it's a creaky door mm. 
Yeah. <laughs> the sound editor oh. couldn't get it out of the production, <laughs> so they're yeah. just like, we're going to implement it. <laughs> Imagine a Vink fart, too. It's rancid. It's just I mean, he looks like he smells like hot pee. It looks, he's probably like, you know, we're talking about the nipple hair. Oh. <laughs> he's probably got. Don't talk of. Beard. Vink's got four nipples, by the way. <laughs> um. So yeah, he closes the door, he gets yes. trapped in there, and this is like where we kind of start to see. Uh, it's the same thing from the beginning, right? The beginning, but we're getting like, to see. Like the meat of it, kind of. Yeah, yeah, the purpose. Or the soup of it, I'm sorry. Ah. You go in, he's got this little... Like little tincture, or what would you call that? A little... He calls it serum, I believe. A serum. I call it adrenochrome. Oh, yeah. fuck. He's part of the elite. Loathing. Yeah. The Hollywood elite. Oh, yeah. The, I mean, I, this, this episode's preeminent. <laughs> Dude, Hunter S. Thompson basically wrote it. Dude, I would Dude. fucking do some fucking adrenochrome in a heartbeat. I heard it doesn't. It's fake, though. <laughs> I mean, it is. I mean, it, no, the thing it's is, a real thing. well, it's a real thing, but it doesn't do anything. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, adrenaline is a real fucking thing, but that's adrenaline the thing. It's like real. in the book of Fear and Loathing that they actually have a adrenaline gland that they chew on, but in the 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 movie, it's adrenochrome, which is yeah. They took it out because, according to the the you know, uh, what is it, Doctor Raoul? the his lawyer yeah dr gonzo whatever the fuck it is yeah that they like took it out of like some like satanic people who like sacrifice somebody but like that's the thing like adrenaline makes you fucking trip balls so if you can fucking be doing straight adrenaline man i don't think that you could actually take it orally though i have to assume that you would have to do inject it um suppository that's what a um epipen epipen yeah uh spikes your adrenaline Mm -hmm. i used to have one i never used it can you get some more yeah, <laughs> would you do it? I would. I still no. I threw it away because it was like five years expired. Dude, I'll fucking do a, a, a Pulp Fiction. Dude, but I mean, camp in the box. You just Wait, do it in your do leg. Do you want to be Travolta or Uma Thurman in? Pulp Fiction? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I want to be the gimp in a box, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Less work. Um, but uh, yeah, so I thought it was also funny. Uh, during the, like the luring into yep. the uh, whatever freezer thing, thing scene, it cuts back to our our lovely main characters, and they're just not saying anything, just staring into each other's eyes. And then, then mm-hmm. they they hear like the commotion or the screaming. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if in the Paramount version, but uh, in the one we watched, like she gets strapped in the chair. And these blades start getting closer and closer to her neck. It's like the pendulum from that. What was that? Pit and the pendulum. Yeah. So what was her fear exactly? Knives. <clears throat> Knives Blade. or the Spanish Inquisition? <laughs> yeah. Because this looks like an execution device. It, it well, does. that's exactly the thing. It's like, okay, so is it a knife because it is a cutting device, a stabbing device, or is it any sharpened piece of metal? Is it, is Would a shovel be frightening to you? Yeah. Like, well, that's is the it thing. Is just dying that scares her? I think later it's... Yeah, because it's highly unlikely she came across a pendulum. I was going to say, a pendulum is extremely <laughs> unlike any other type of cutting blade. It's yeah. not like a chainsaw. It's no. not like a. It's like nothing else. They just like, wanted to do it. I well, think. yeah, it's a good visual. But it is. Like, maybe she read the story and it scared her. I don't think Jersey read a lot of books. I'm <laughs> sorry, but maybe I feel she like. she had Audible. Audio tapes. No, she's yeah, not exactly. listening. To, uh, not Jersey. The no. same Jersey that we. Okay, uh, you guys are tripping. Jersey's. 
She's on the run. Dick under the she's, going, she's got yeah. an eight track in her <laughs> okay. car. So here's what happened to Jersey. She went down to the Jersey Shore and yeah. she was probably turning tricks under the boardwalk. And all of a sudden, <laughs> some fucking pimp was like, "All right, you're gonna work for me now." And fucking pulled a switchblade on her, and Cut then the jack. Oh, cut her pussy off. I mean, what? What? Uh, you got some fanfic to write? <laughs> Settle down, Coop. No, I mean, but he I'm had to saying, hurt her with the all knife. All I'm saying is this. Is that you don't have, have a fear of blade blades out of nowhere. Yeah. Some type of knife situation went down with her at some point in her life. Yeah. And made her leave Jersey. So, she was so afraid that she had to go to, like, the Canadian, you know, the, the Great White Northern. And she's like, okay. I would have rather seen Peppa Jack come out of the darkness. Yeah. All <laughs> I'm saying is this. If you think Peppa that Jack working around Dr. Vink is a safe atmosphere, yeah. you've seen some shit. Yeah, that's, that's all I'm true. saying. You're right. Um, I do like when when he's like looking through the little slot. Oh yeah, and he's like, uh, "You want my secret? Sit down." And I think secret is what he calls his penis. Is how he many? Stick it through the how hole? many freezers have you guys seen that have a little slot to look through? It's kind of weird because hear me out. There's some there's a, something dripping into his little bottle. That's she's, her fear, dude. Yeah, but she's sitting on a chair. There's nothing that attached to her. That made me think that it's coming out of her. No, 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 and going no, through no, no. the seat. So, okay, so so she. Okay, so he has this magic gargoyle that he keeps behind a fucking wall, and yeah. the gargoyle. He says he's like, well, he doesn't necessarily say where he got it from or how he got it. But he, he says where he got it. Well, he no. What he says is this. He says a tribe of savage warriors. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had an enchanted talisman that feeds on fear. And the yeah. fear that they had was able to, like, give them strength. So he says, basically, one drop of this serum that comes from the fear of whoever witnesses the gargoyle yeah. is enough to make the blood quicken, which is good for an old man like him who probably can't get it up. Um, <gasps> That's why the old people are eating Oh, there, there it is. Of so, course. Whoa. The engorged labias and fucking penises <laughs> of all these old people. Don't forget their nips. No, yeah, dude, their fucking nips are straight popping, bro. <laughs> but the thing is this. Okay. What, what was the commercial where the guy was a golfer? His name is Bob. And- oh, yeah. It's like Extends <laughs> or some oh, shit like that. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it was like the whistling song, right? Oh, oh yeah. That's the advertisement for this restaurant. Okay, well, yeah, <laughs> was, yeah definitely before it's time. But it's, okay, so the, the whole idea is this. Vink's got this fucking uh, gargoyle, and the, whenever someone sees the gargoyle, their biggest fear is manifested, and for yeah. her, obviously, it's the blades, right? And he's calling it a talisman. But, right? yes, like you, to your point, there's yeah. this weird green liquid that's falling in a vial, but I don't know if that's coming from her or if it's coming from the gargoyle. Oh, yeah, good point. Because they don't really explain any of the, the nitty-gritty of, like, how it's actually going down mm-hmm. or how Vink got it into this thing. Maybe you would think the that room it, or, the, or the, gar, like, the gargoyle, like... But how did he get the gargoyle into this room? It's like, clearly, if he took it into there, he would have to experience some type of fear. He petted it. Well, yeah. it's just it's it's uh, you know obviously it's uh, it's a hunger situation where the the closer you dissect <laughs> it the the less sense it makes. More questions. By the way, remind me I have some information about the last episode of the Sacred Fire. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about the end. Yes. Anyhow, uh, yeah. So uh, we got this gargoyle going wild. Yeah. And then we get a cartoon gargoyle. Oh my god, wasn't that the most amazing B-roll from Ghostbusters? Dude, it was wild. Like it's it seemed like whoever like it was, it, like some like AD took a photograph of the gargoyle and they're like Are you talking about when it escapes? Yes. Okay, yeah. Um it yeah, it looked like a cutout picture of it just got dragged across the screen. But it like kind of looked like it got folded. It like literally looked like this. Like this is how it looked. 
<laughs> like it was like contorted like with like i don't know ms paint like it was like it was weird to see it move around without its limbs because its limbs didn't move it didn't like he swims i don't know i mean is claymation that expensive yes okay then never mind <laughs> <laughs> i guess good claymation is expensive because i'm like what about like uh i was thinking like ghostbusters style that had like a uh, cool animate well we're talking about they spent of, millions of, of dollars millions on of ghostbusters dollars. they didn't fucking the budget of five loonies <laughs> yeah but um we skipped yeah. ahead a little bit yeah because um they, they they open the door finally when and uh she comes out and she doesn't remember anything and do you notice That's right. when they open the door there's a boob touch there's a little bit of a boob touch there is who touches her boob um, reed he touches jersey no, 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 no. Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell. Oh, nice. But Vink is boxing out the viewport of the door. Yeah. And all I can imagine, because he's sitting there, he's like, okay, wait, is it done? Is it done? And all I can imagine was that he was, like, alt-tabbing all his browser tabs. <laughs> he's like, no, there's something real weird on here, guys. You can't look at my screen yet. Like, it's like mold X, 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 X. Yeah. So he goes in, and he's, like, you know, playing tough guy act. He, yep. he sits down. He's all ready to to see the one foot tall <laughs> the, statue, the uh, garden like gargoyle. Thing. Yeah, wouldn't it be great if it was a garden gnome? That's <laughs> Terry the gnome. Literally, yeah. <laughs> I literally think it's like a uh, they got it from like the home garden center uh, or the Ace Garden Center, whatever they have in Canada, because it's just a little small concrete Canada, it's gargoyle. The Ace Garden, Ace. garden Center. It's <laughs> an extra Y in there. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, he sees the coffin, right? Yeah. Well, th- this is where we start to, to find out that Vink has like some psychic powers because he's like pe- again he's peering through the the square. So I didn't know hole. was that him reading like what the gargoyle was sensing, or was that Vink himself? Because where's the power coming from? That's, from the gargoyle? That, or from him? I, I had the same right. question, John. Well, that's what I'm wondering, because I know that, at least for the waitstaff, you get one taste for free of the soup, which seems suspicious, because that doesn't deter you from wanting another drink, or, you know, whatever, taste. However, I have to assume that him as the chef, it's more than just like, hey, let's throw a drop of this shit into whatever fucking soup I cook up, that he's probably tasting each one, especially if he's wearing this weird ribbon necklace, which I have to assume is some type of tasting cup or spoon or something like that. That would make sense. So if he's tasting on that regular basis, and he also somehow procured this from some type of weird tribal aborigine whatever people... Uh Perhaps drinking as much of it as he has, maybe it drove him crazy, and maybe he now has some type of insight oh, from uh, from doing it so much. That's made him, possible. Made him go bald. This is all <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hypothetical, of course. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's kind of one of those things where, um, and this is a lot of these, it's kind of like if you want it to be better... You kind of have to create your own little bit of story. And yeah, put yeah. It in and, and don't don't look at what's on the page. It's what's not there. Yeah, exactly. It's the jazz of storytelling. <laughs> He's finally scared of something, and she is Uncle. trying to help uh, him get out of there. Yeah, but and it seems to be locked, huh? Yeah, she's pulling on it. She probably didn't fart enough to get it open. <laughs> <laughs> so Vink comes over and rips a huge fart. Yeah. <laughs> um, and but she does get in and. That's when the thing flies out. Yeah, that's when we get the cartoon flyer. Yeah, that's when it flies out. And even in a blink of an eye, when you see it, it looks incredibly fake. 
Um, yeah, they try to make it go by real quick to be like, no, 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 it's fine. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and Vink uh, runs off to try to stop it. I recapture he, it. So he's running out the door. He's I complaining say, about them letting mm-hmm. the gargoyle uh, out. Go ahead, Tommy. I, would, I wouldn't say running. I would say he scuttles out he the door. He scuttles away. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going. Sorry, Walter. He scuttles out the door wearing a sleeveless wizard robe. Did you guys catch this? When he put on the attire, it was like a bathrobe, but the moths got to either arms. And I just looked at him. I'm like, Hagrid fell on hard times. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he looked exactly like Hagrid. Yeah, it yeah, was bad. He fell exactly. on kitchen work. That's yeah. like where J.K. Rowling was watching this and fucking like. She said, that's it. That's it. Just <laughs> smoking crack and was like, that's it. I need to do it. But the gargoyle turns around and comes right back. And for some reason, it's like 10 times the size as it was before. Well, he rubbed it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He fluffed it up. Yeah. And uh, and now what? We have windows breaking. We have snakes coming out of the Snake shows up. Yeah. Snake again. Even he gets startled. That's the third time we've seen a snake, I think. Yeah. (laughs) We're we're all rock hard. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Oh, uh, yeah, but uh, they both get startled by it. Yeah, as one tends to do. Uh, but he, um, she gets, like, thrown or, like, like. yeah, like the mist kind of pushes them around. That's a drink? Yes, it is. And, yeah, she flies into the, the walk-in cooler. And it slams shut locks Yeah, from the inside. And then we get a little Star Wars moment in there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, they established... So they're like, what are you afraid of? And Nev Campbell's all like, uh, I'm afraid of closed places. Mm-hmm. Not, not. I, I don't, you know, I'm not afraid of tight places or small places. I'm not claustrophobic. Yeah. Closed places. Yeah. There's a bunch of, like... Big Star yeah. Wars uh, well, closed places. It's, mm-hmm. I'm afraid of Circuit City. They closed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like that is such a strange term. It's like I'm afraid of closed places. So like four well, walls. You're in a kitchen. Yeah. There's a door, so it's a closed area. It's it's. Well, it's not abs- locked. It's abs- well, no, no. It doesn't matter if it's locked. It's that it's closed. The doors are all easily open. It's just that the door is closed. That's true. And hey, he, that's well, her fear. Right before that, he's all like. Don't think about the things you're afraid of. Hey, is, what are you afraid? Yeah, and then, but say it out loud. Yeah, so this thing can. I mean, she, I, she does not do a good job about. She's like, she's no, like she loses but I'm, her shit. It's not that. It's the room. I'm scared of. Like you yell out the thing that you're not supposed to. Yeah. Oh no! I have an irrational fear of gargoyles. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't change at all. He's just like, ah, ah, smoking gargoyles. Does this make you think of <clears throat> sort of a escape room premise? Yeah. Yeah, this could be right. That. The whole restaurant is combined with this weird escape room where it's yeah. like, hey, you get this great soup, you face your fears. <laughs> it's exposure therapy. It's a therapeutic. You, you restaurant. have to get referenced by your psychologist <laughs> to get here. I feel like it's more like Vink does look like a crazy psychologist. Like, yeah. but the chair that she's strapped into looks like like pinball flappers. Like it's barely like cutting. Like yeah. you could yeah. stand up quite easily. Well, I don't know. And they're it, like metal. Are you sure they're metal? I don't know. Probably because not, she gets really. out eventually. But let's finish because we're right at the end. Let's get the hell out of here. Let's please let's wrap this shit up. So Tom, they, he runs back inside. She's yep. fine. Yeah. And they're like, "We beat it." Or no, he was. He's like, "What? Yeah, I beat it. It's all over." And I'm like, "Well, she didn't overcome her fears at all. You saved her fears." 
I guess yeah. All you have to do is do it once. But they're for some reason they're both in the cooler at this. Why point. did yeah? Why did the gargoyle fly back in there and shrink back down? I don't know. Well, Maybe no, he liked it. I don't know if he the gargoyle. Okay, so initially the gargoyle comes right back and he's bigger and then he does the uncle scare. And then he defeats him. So so because Reed faces yeah. his uncle, which was manifested by the gargoyle, the gargoyle has no choice but to fly back into this freezer that's not refrigerated. Or Vink caught him somehow. Maybe it's a new, gar- a new gargoyle. Because Vink's back and he's like, he's like, I got my fucking... He doesn't say that, but he only has one of these things, I'm sure. So I think... I don't know. Again, I'm creating stuff that isn't I'm like, there. if he had more, he would just franchise the restaurant. Because I'm like, bro, you could be getting hundreds of dollars from all over fucking, you know, Western Canada. But, so yeah, Vink recaptured it. It comes out of the hole, and that's the end of the episode. No, well, well, there's a little bit laughing. of, he, he, he says to him, he's like, uh, well, they, it's a trap. Um, Vink is like, oh, you didn't, he still knows your fears, and gonna I'm going to be in business dry. for a long, long time. And uh, basically, he's implying that he's going to trap them in there and get. Uh, he probably got some good fear out of uh, out of Reed. Yeah. And yeah, and then it cuts back to Potent. the Midnight Society. Mm-hmm. And Finally. then we, then we we get uh, the Frank's Dick in the Box scene. <laughs> What's that kid's name? He's like the one who's not scared of anything. Tucker. Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson. <laughs> young Tucker Carlson. Um, he doesn't want to reach in the box because he doesn't want to touch uh, the no, weed. No, 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 no. Too scared. Yeah. But guess what he was scared of? Nothing. That's right. And, and, that's, that, the... and that's when Frank, like, we all know what Frank's scared of. And he's like, the, the dark. dark. And they're like, ha, 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 good story. Ends. Yep. That's the end of it. All right. Well. All right, let's. Uh, let's... We, we, we watched an episode. Yes. But we don't just watch them. We also like to rate Yep. Don't give me that look. <laughs> we like to rate them with yep. a T. You too. You. Yes, we're we are rating. Rating we this episode. Are rating. And of course, for those uh, who are joining us for the first time, I'm sorry. Uh, but <laughs> the way that we uh, like to rate these episodes is on a scale of zero to ten creepy crawlers. That's our metric. Zero mm-hmm. being the worst, ten being the best. So why don't we get into a little bit of mm, crawlers? All right. Who's first? Our I host am. or our guest? Uh, let's do our let's do our guest. Oh, the pressure! The pressure. There's pressure. Walter, I better be good. <laughs> did see this episode previously, and I went into it this time with high expectations, but for having a yes. really great concept, I think walking into, and just the acting doesn't deliver. Mm-mm. Nev Campbell, great. Yeah, fantastic. Star power. What's his face? Vink. Mm-hmm. He came in and crushed it. He was like a regular uh, Will Smith. <laughs> yeah. uh, at the end of the day, with the way the story was executed, I would have to give it less than a seven. Okay, that's fair. I think. I think that's fair. Yeah, I agree. Tom, do you think it's fair? I would think it's fair. I think we're all fair with that. I think all that's right. fair. We accept yeah. that. Score. We, yeah. Okay. Um. All right. I'll, all right. I'll go, go ahead. Nexties. Um. I'm gonna grade this one like you know compared to um, some other Are You Afraid of the Darks? Yeah. Uh, as far as like the opening, the Midnight Society and the closing parts are kind of underwhelming. I yeah. did like the fact that uh, Sam was afraid of birds, which is great. Like we already had our rant about birds. Frank's stories are in- interesting. Um, star power. It's it's there. It's early star power. And uh, the um, 
the 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 Vinkies are always great. Logo good Vink. The the story itself though again could have been more concise, more details, better statues, um more smoke. Mm. Uh, but but I, you know I actually didn't mind watching this one multiple times, and I'm gonna go with um, seven point one two three. There you go. Very good. Very good. So um, yeah, there was a couple things that I did. one a couple th- things I would have changed if this was up to me is I think the uncle should have been like a more scary. Like a corpse, like a rotting corpse. You know what I mean? I agree. Yeah, because it was just like a kind of dead-looking guy, kind of pale, you know? Do you mind if I jump in? Please, not even that pale. I I wondered when I saw him Mm -hmm. pop out of the casket, it's like, did they shoot the same actor to do all the dead, like, uncle scenes? (laughs) In the series? For the whole series. They're like, (laughs) let's do it one day. We'll change the outfit three times. Boom, boom, boom. Well, it's also like this. Okay, so... Your your greatest fear is your uncle because he wasn't that nice to you. So it's like a lot of people have like standoffish, you know, relatives, but it's like they don't ever get into like he fucking played with your asshole. <laughs> like they don't ever like get well, obviously they can't get too graphic. It's no, fucking no, a no, children's no. story. But I guess what I'm saying is like yeah. they don't ever lead, like they didn't say, "Oh, he hit you or he like insulted you or like or like he terrorized you." Like they don't say anything yeah. that that leads you to be like, "Wow, he really did have a hard time." It's just like it's cruel. he wasn't very nice to you, was he? <laughs> he yeah. made me do my homework. He made you do his homework and he only gave you dessert on some nights. Wait, and if he was so bad, wouldn't seeing him dead be like awesome? Exactly. That's what <laughs> 100%. I'm saying. 100%. Yeah. But then he is rising from the dead, so maybe he's excited at first. But anyway, there's a lot of questions here. <laughs> I was um, afraid of his mobility. So. <laughs> I, you know, despite the fact that, yeah, Vink is a fun one to watch. Uh, Nev is a, a good actress, obviously. She had much success in her future. Um, God bless. Uh, at the end of the day, didn't hate it. Wasn't fantastic. For me, it's landing at 5.6. Creepy, Creepy crawl. crawlers. Thank you, thank you. What's up, Junkman here? Okay, so let's think about this. Uh, if I was watching this as a kid, I would not be scared of it. It did not really like uh, give me any type of jeepers creepers. Um, I would not say that uh, Nev Campbell, as much as I recognize her as an actress, she did nothing to really elevate this episode for me. As far as I'm concerned, it could have been any Canadian actress. I think that uh, Vink is probably more of a uh, highlight than Nev Campbell was. Uh, gotta love Vink. Um, but yeah, it didn't really make a whole lot of sense if you think about it. You're like, okay, well, if you're extracting fear for one reason or another, selling it for a hundred dollar bowl of soup seems kind of underwhelming. Maybe you could be like, I don't know, like, I don't know, you powering like some type of vampire coven or was something like that. I feel like there there could be more fun to be had with extracting fear, and I really feel like you could have had more opportunities to scare people besides a snake or. a a pendulum or like walls that are closing in like you know you could have had like you know somebody's afraid of the boogeyman or like clowns or exactly we we had already kind of gone over this uh one of the first episodes that me and uh tommy trash put out was tale of the dark music which is basically the exact same premise of this but instead of a gargoyle 
showing you your worst fears. It was a scary door in a basement. And I think that it was done more effectively in that other episode. Tom just shivered. I did. Um, that scared me. Okay. Well, I'm, oh. all I guess what I'm saying is um, it seemed like it was kind of rehashed a little bit. The only thing that really did it for me in this was uh, Vink. Um, and also, I thought it was funny. There's a bunch of old people eating soup. Um, so I guess uh, if I had to give this a score, I would give it a mm, 4.175 creepy crawlers. Um, just didn't, didn't didn't quite get me there. Um, kind of gave me blue balls as far as uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? But I'll tell you this. I did enjoy the, uh, the Midnight Society bit, and uh, I'm glad that we kind of... Uh, all, Everybody's fears are now to, now out on the table. I think it's good for the character development of the Midnight Society. But, um, yeah, n- not my uh, number one cup of tea. But uh, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Right, boys? Indeed, yeah. it does crumble. Absolutely. Hey, sometimes we got to find out what makes the middle-aged guys society tick. Ooh. That's another Horrible. spinoff we need to watch, yeah, right? Yeah, middle-aged guy society. Okay, well, uh, that was uh, our uh, episode for this week. So, of course, uh, we always like to uh, plan what we're doing next time so that way all of our listeners, all of our uh, junkies, shorties, uh, sniffies um, can uh, get down. Um, I think our next week we're going to be doing a Coop pick. What do you got, Coop? Is it me again? Um, he hasn't picked No, I, <laughs> I'm just going to use the one that I almost picked last time. Okay, so, yeah, next week we are doing <laughs> Monsters. Hey, bud. Which is a fun one. Um, we're doing season one, episode 16, titled Their Divided Self. And yeah, it's not the greatest, but we're going to do it. All right. Well, I look forward to it. Um, it's of course. Starting with a base score of one, right? Mm, because asparagus? Yes. No, I don't think that we can count that. No, asparagus. you can't count it if it's part yeah. of the intro. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyhow, yep. uh, we uh, uh, want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, we want to thank our guest for coming on, Mr. Thanks. Walter. Uh, Walter, anything you want to plug? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Mm, no. Well, okay. uh, Walter, we want to thank you so much for coming on. Yes. Uh, of course, if uh, any listeners out there want to uh, uh, reach out to us, we have a couple um, uh, places where you can do that. We have an uh-huh. email address, which is shortandspooky at gmail.com. Uh-huh. Also, if you guys are on Twitter, we got a Twitter handle. Our Twitter handle is at shortandspooky. Uh, check that out. We, uh, we post every week uh, uh-huh. when we post our episodes with links. Uh, we also have an Instagram. What's our Instagram, Coop? Short and Spooky Podcast. Very good. Uh-huh. All right. What's our Etsy, Tom? Uh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. All right. So, uh, uh, gentlemen, uh, we did it again. Any last words before we leave the listeners this week? Any uh, sage words of wisdom? Mm, don't be a nutbag. <laughs> good. Good. Very good. Enough said. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.